Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust. A non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way with new eyes. So, stay with us and together we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Our topic for today, the one life, one humanity, part two. And before we explore this topic, I'd like to say a few words about Alice Bailey, founder of the Lucis Trust. Alice Bailey wrote 24 books of esoteric literature, and those 24 books are the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear in this show. The following thought also comes from the works of Alice Bailey. The challenge to the world is to drop all antagonisms and antipathies, all hatred and racial differences, and attempt to live in terms of the one family, the one life, and the one humanity. Tell me, what is it about uh, present times that makes it so crucial that we realize the fact of our oneness? Well, I think the um, the planet and conditions between the peoples of the world are making it very clear that we are at a make-or-break point. I mean, the, the uh, increasing realization of the damage that we human beings have done to the planet and to the other uh, kingdoms that share the planet with us, the animal, vegetable, and mineral realms, is, is really beginning to dawn on us thanks to the people who have worked so steadily to um, alert us to uh, global warming and to um, the um, greedy misuse and um, uh, abuse of our resources, especially in, in America, I'm sorry to say. Anybody who doesn't know that must have been hiding under a, a toadstool for a very long time because the planet is uh, it is demonstrating its woes in, in uh, 
various things, uh, the climate, uh, earthquakes, volcanic action, and so on and so forth. And then we also see things like the uh, the wars. There have always been wars between peoples, apparently, but we've developed a capacity to virtually eliminate whole societies with the kinds of weapons that we've got today. So a war in, say, the year 1500 was completely different from what we're capable of fighting today. And uh, these events, as well as some of the good things, like the establishment of the United Nations and the growth of technology and so on, demonstrate our our oneness. Right, and uh, this this oneness has to be realized. Uh, It's always been there. I think, as we've said before, it it lies sort of under our skin, Mm -hmm. but uh, at, at the level of the soul, there is this oneness that already exists. And that's what has to be brought forward in human consciousness. And uh, we need to take this long-range view, I think, of really step back and look at the progress that we have made as a human race and just see how much we have progressed in consciousness. Because comparing ourselves the way we were even just 500 years ago, 600, 1,000 years ago, and we've made tremendous strides. Mm-hmm. And the, the human consciousness is just blossoming and blooming. And um, there is this sense of oneness, and it's the pressure of the human soul that is coming to bear upon us and the ideals that are coming through that uh, are driving human progress. And that is a good thing because it is forcing all of this uh, realization to the surface and it's producing really dramatic events. I think there are two different poles uh, underway that we are experiencing. We've, we've talked often on these programs about how we are at a particularly peculiar time in the evolution of our planet when we are passing out of an old age into a new and uh, this is not only um, affirmed by astrology but it's affirmed by the energies of the seven rays which are such a fundamental part of the Alice Bailey teaching a new ray energy is coming in and there's a collision of forces underway in the world that I think is bringing out both the best and the worst in humanity because as you say there is a lot that is really inspiring and hopeful that is being expressed by humanity and affirming its oneness Uh, at the same time there's this growth of a cleavage between uh, members of humanity. I'm thinking of the increasing cleavage between the haves and have-nots of the world. For example, the United Nations um, Development Program monitors the state of the the world's um, well-being in factors of uh, longevity, uh, child uh, survival, infant mortality rate, levels of education, as well as economic factors. And they are able to document that, in fact, the cleavage between the very poor and the very rich is increasing, really increasing, and particularly in the last few decades. And I think this kind of condition being allowed to continue and worsen really endangers every one of us. Yes, absolutely. And uh, it's it's this division this um, is really uh, I think it's 
perhaps as you say it's the energies that are, are more present in the world and there are new very stimulating energies the first ray energy of will and power is making a dramatic impact on human consciousness and it's um, creating a lot of the divisions because one of the aspects of that ray is the, the destroyer aspect and it, it also uh, is meant to destroy the old crystallized forms mm -hmm. of not only the physical forms but mostly the, the mental and emotional forms that uh, have become so ingrained in human consciousness and those are the forms that um, have to be and are being destroyed that may be why there's such an orthodoxy that's coming to light, don't you think, in so many different fields? Well, yes. I mean, it's also stimulating. Uh, it, it's reaching right down to the kind of the lowest factor, the lowest point of consciousness in, in the, the human race. And it's stimulating that uh, and bringing forth uh, a lot of uh, uh, deeper understanding, even at the lowest level and lowest levels of consciousness and uh, this is necessary and right that it should happen but it is also causing a lot of uh, uh, difficulty because uh, this uh, level of consciousness tends to be very loud and noisy and uh, uh, it's bringing the demands their demands into the public arena and uh, that's why perhaps there is <clears throat> so much more sense of conflict, but it's it's all part of the growing and clearing away process. This whole um, process that we're going through now, in between these two ages, the age of Pisces, which has been the past, and the age of Aquarius, which is just coming in, and um, there are new energies and new forces uh, that are in conflict all the time. And that's one of the reasons that we're seeing so much conflict in the world. But as I said earlier, it's a good thing because there is a lot of clearing away that just has to be done. And if we can kind of step back and gain a larger, longer view, then I think we can perhaps appreciate it a little more and begin to understand it a little more deeply. It's, I don't know how you think about that, but uh, that's the way it seems to be to me. Well, one thing that's especially interesting is, is to me, the growth of fundamentalism. Um, we see this in uh, religion, but in social matters and uh, in politics, in education. It's as if the, the hardliners and the ones who are being forced by the changing pattern of energies are having to give up old traditional thought forms and views of the world and they don't want to and so they dig in ev even deeper and the lines of uh, cleavage being drawn in the sand are more and more visible so there's this sense of divisions within humanity but at the same time this beautiful aspiration to bridge the cleavages and to understand the lives of people who are very different from our own lives so I think all of us as individuals have to decide where we want to line up. Do we want to be part of the orthodox and the fundamentalist, or do we want to be part of the 
the bridging and healing process, and that occurs individual by individual, all six and a half billion of us. I think it's really a time of accountability. And I think the um, the real um, the real test should come in the education of our children, because that's where these um, the, the need for bringing forth the need to build relationships in the world and in uh, stimulating the heart center into activity. Uh, it comes from the way we are brought up, and if if it those, these things can come be uh, inculcated into the education of our children, then I think the world of the future will be a lot better shape. And um, so um, a lot of the creative achievements will be better and our, our spiritual ideals and uh, points of contact with other groups and nations in the world will, uh, will improve. I think, though, as you say, it has to start with children and the younger the better. Yeah. They have minds that are still very malleable and um, they are more open to growth and to change than adults are. And Alice Bailey touched on this in her book, Education in the New Age. She said that children absolutely must be taught right human relations, but not from the traditional standpoint of, standpoint of nationalism and, and uh, the uh, supremacy of one's own culture and group. She said that certain basic ideas have to be deeply anchored in the responsive minds of children, and these include the value and the preciousness of every individual and the beauty of humanity, but also the fact of the one humanity, because that enables the child to incorporate his little life within the whole to see himself, his life, his value, his preciousness in the eyes of God in the context of the one humanity. It reminds me of that motto over the school that Paul McCartney attended as a, as a lad in um, Britain. He said that the, the motto over the entrance to the school said, it is not you who were made for the world. Oh, sorry, I've got it reversed. It's not that the world was made for you. It's you who were made for the world. I think that's what Alice Bailey is really referring to, that the child is valued and needed, but his place is needed in the context of the, world's, uh, uh, the world as a whole and the aspiration and the responsibility that each one of us as um, individuals bears toward the world. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, The One Life, One Humanity, Part 2. We have a special offer from Luce's Publishing Company, and that's the Alice Bailey book, Serving Humanity. Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. It's available today for $19. The uh, uh, special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling. Serving Humanity... It's an inspiring compilation of extracts that will help the reader's understanding of the part humanity plays in the divine plan and the underlying oneness that unites us all. What you need to do is send a check or money order to Lucis Publishing, Lucis is L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. 
That's Check Our Money Order for $19. Mention the book, uh, Serving Humanity. That's the one you want. And also mention that you heard about the offer on Inner Side to avoid being billed for shipping costs. So send the Check Our Money Order once again to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, we certainly appreciate your tax-deductible donations. They've... Uh, Really, uh, they really underscore your support of us, and we certainly thank you for that support. Uh, we uh, very much need them right now. Our contract is coming up on the radio station on WOR, and um, your donations help us to pay for this show. That's what keeps us on. So if you'd like to continue donating and help us out, send your donation in the form of check or money order to Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. We also have a toll-free number, and you can contact us for any reason, whether it's to order other books. Uh, we have uh, so many Alice Bailey books, 24 esoteric philosophy books uh, overall, and uh, if you'd like to order some of the other books, or if you'd like a pack package of general information that gives you a lot of information on Lucid's Trust, Give us a call at 1-866, that's our toll-free number, 1-866-695-8247. Easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY-LUCIS. Think of 1-866-NEW-YORK-LUCIS. All of our Inner programs can be heard on our website at www.lucistrust.org. On the homepage, you'll find a link to today's program, which will be available for hearing in a day or two. Last week's program is already available and many of our past programs can also be heard. Once again, it's www.lucistrust.org. The theme of each week's program is posted in advance on our website also, so you can see in advance what next Sunday's programs will be. Uh, I, ca I can't help but uh, think, Sarah and Dale, as you uh, talk about today's show, The One Life, One Humanity. I remember reading... Uh, uh, a book called uh, The Quantum Self, which is about some of the discoveries of quantum physics. And I remember this one device that was a uh, was very interesting that they mentioned in the book, The Quantum Self, and that's a device where you look through it and you see a mo more exact uh, picture of what reality is like. For example, if you line people up one after another and you look at them through this device, you see true, real true reality, which is quarks, atoms, new quarks, and it more or less underscores, I mean, you don't see separation. It's all one. And so even uh, science is confirming with, confirming, confirming with the ancient philosophies, the ancient esoteric philosophies uh, set forth, the idea that indeed we are all one. And it's a, this is a major uh, uh, paradigm shift in consciousness. And uh, uh, knowing about Lucis Trust uh, for as long as I have right now, I know that Lucis does many things to... Uh, help people understand that we're all one life, we're all one humanity, and I'd appreciate it if you could just tell the listeners about some of the efforts that Lucis Trust sets forth in bringing to that notion of the one humanity uh, to all of us. Well, of course, the, um, the main outlet for that is the, um, the books of Alice Bailey, the 24 volumes of books that she writes and, uh, and has written. They discuss this oneness, this whole sense of oneness, uh, at length in many of the books. And uh, uh, there is, as it points out, there is just one life that uh, 
pervades everything. We are all part of this one life. And uh, as we're talking about today, this is one humanity because we are one human race. And it is this sense of oneness that comes through in all the work that we're trying to do. And uh, so it's it's um, a theme that we thought that it's really necessary to kind of focus on because yeah, with all the, the violence and all the wars that are going on in the world at this time, uh, something is needed to kind of balance the uh, the the view of separateness that seems to still prevail out there. So um, it, it's it's just part of what we think that has to be said right now. I think it's meeting a real need of the present times because one of the most amazing things about the present times is the movement that large groups of human beings are uh, undergoing. People, especially in the poorer nations, are moving from the countryside to the urban centers in massive levels. And uh, there are refugees, there are uh, immigrants, legal and illegal, who are crossing borders all over the world. We think we have a big problem in America, but we don't remember that other countries, many of them are undergoing the same situation. Spain, with all of the people coming from North Africa, that's just uh, one. But countries like uh, Denmark and Sweden and Switzerland are dealing with huge groups of immigrants. Italy, and then of course the societies that we're more likely to think of that are very heterogeneous in their population like Russia, India, Brazil, Canada, and now increasingly the United Kingdom as well as France. Uh, the world itself is becoming a great fusing pot, as Alice Bailey said, out of which the one humanity is emerging. So with all of the stresses and strains that um, the people of the world are undergoing, both the immigrants and the people who are receiving the immigrants, I think it's leading to something very good and very necessary, this collision of, of different populations. If we are going to survive and build right relationships with, with each other, we've got to look below the surface, below the level of where most of the, out, the differences lie, which is the outer level. Yes, and I think that's what's being forced up onto into the surface. It's like kind of volcanic action that's beginning to pour out. It's the hot lava that's pushing up to the surface and it's pouring out and this is what is, is causing a lot of the uh, reactions in the world because um, just just look at the environmental um, movement in the world. It's it, that's one way that we can we can see the oneness of the world because weather affects the whole world and it isn't divided up and uh, and there is no sovereignty uh, to deal with as far as weather patterns go they just go their way and uh, do what they do but um, the um, what is I'm trying to say here is that the, the sense of oneness is really coming to the surface it's being forced up by the, the, the presence of the soul and people are beginning to express that, and that's what's really what driving it. I think that it can be easy to forget that one of the earliest expressions of the soul, the lowest aspect, you could say, is the sense of being an individual, that recognition that says, I am, 
I exist. That, in fact, is a very early sign of the soul. Without that, we would all just be members of a herd with no individuality at all. And this is uh, something that we need to understand because it happens not only on the individual level, but in societies where they enter into a period in their evolutionary development where they affirm their their uniqueness, their independence. That's part of the, the process of evolution. And it's a factor of uh, the intelligence functioning within a human being or within a society so that it can express its, its unique humanity. But gradually, out of this self-aware quality comes the realization of being part of a larger whole. The, the awareness dawns that each of us is an actor playing a part in a much larger drama. And then the self begins to overcome the inherent selfishness and to gradually, layer by layer, become more of a contributing and responsible member of of the whole human family. But like I said earlier, not everyone is on the same part of the evolutionary spiral. Uh, not everybody has achieved the same um, degree of awareness of um, the uh, ultimate destination, which is oneness with God, uh, that everyone else has achieved. And this needs understanding and tolerance. Right. And it's it goes back to uh, what you said earlier about the, the great fusing pot, and that was a, uh, an expression of, um, uh, that Alice Bailey wrote. And the world itself is a great fusing pot, out of which the one humanity is emerging. Mm -hmm. I think it's absolutely crucial that we understand our oneness, not only because it'll make us happier as human beings with each other, but because... As I understand the divine plan, it's absolutely in, inherent uh, in um, that humanity grasp its part in the plan and its oneness for the sake of the progression of other kingdoms. A lot depends, and a lot is riding on whether humanity will get its oneness or not, realize it or not. And Alice Bailey said that the seeds of the future will be sown within the ground prepared by humanity. And she was speaking about the great evolutionary sweep of the plan. She said this sowing will take place in the next civilization and the next race, which in her language means the next level of human consciousness, which will emerge out of all the present races and nations. She said it will be a fusion of the whole and a worldwide recognition of the one humanity is an essential prerequisite of the sowing. So when we say the great invocation, we refer to the, the little human wills. This is a reference to humanity realizing its part in the plan, its part in the whole. The one humanity is part of that wholeness, but it includes much more than just us. It includes all kingdoms on this earth, and the very planet itself is demonstrating our... Um, our crisis point that we have reached through human selfishness and separatism. If we don't get the message, I don't know what it would take. Please take advantage of the special offer from Lucis Publishing Company, and that's the book, the Endless Valley book, Serving Humanity. 
Serving Humanity is a compilation of extracts from all 24 books by Alice Bailey. The special offer comes in the form of free shipping and handling. So it's available for $19. What you need to do is send a check or money order, $19, to Lucis Publishing, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And make sure you mention that you heard about the offer on Intersight to avoid being billed for shipping and handling. <clears throat> we have a, um, a toll-free number if you'd like to contact us for any reason. Uh, many people call and ask for a general package of information about Lucy's Trust. So the toll-free number, one 695 8247 You've been listening to Inner Sight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called The Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a cafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that? Morning, sleepy. Guess you want McDonald's for breakfast? Uh, how'd you know? You were sleep humming the McDonald's jingle. I don't know what you're talking about. You just did it. No, I didn't. So, McDonald's? I could use a McCafe latte. There's a McDonald's for every morning. Start your morning at McDonald's with a delicious sausage biscuit and savory hash browns for only $1.50. At participating McDonald's for a limited time cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. How do you not hear that?